0: Today, our special guest counting down their top five most influential songs is the very funny James the oh. Third. Welcome to Sound in 5, James the Third. Thank you for having me. Uh, James, you do comedy. Yes. And you are a regular at Upright Citizens Brigade doing mm-hmm. improv. Um, you have two shows.
1: Yes. Uh, I perform on Take It Personal, which is a hip hop inspired improv show, Fridays at 9 o'clock. And, uh, and, uh, a monthly improv show where we talk about race and do improv about that. That's every second Monday.
0: And I bet that's really funny.
1: Uh, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always like uh, we open with like people telling stories, like true stories about race, and then it's always like the room is like, how's the show gonna go? And then we get into the improv and it's always yeah. very fun.
0: Do you think it is helpful to laugh about some of the racial divides? Uh,
1: yes, I do. And yeah. I also think... I also think it's good to, like, the the conceit of the show was, like, we never actually just talk about race. It's always, like, um, I'm mad about this, you know? (laughs) So um, we try to just, like, have a forum where people can actually just, like, talk and, like, get stuff out. And then we laugh about it because it's, like, it sucks.
0: Yeah, and it's ridiculous. (laughs) But there's also teachable moments within Mm -hmm. comedy, for sure. Um, which is a great segue to your other big project, which is um, you're a co-host on... I think this is one of the most important podcasts that I've heard. Um, And I'll tell you why. Um, But it's called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. And uh, you and your co-host basically pick a film, and then you dissect it, and you give commentary based on the... uh, racial profiles of all mm-hmm. the characters is that a good way to say yeah that? yeah yeah, yeah where great. where did you guys get that idea where did it come from i uh,
1: uh posted on facebook that i thought that martin lord should be a really big actor after the movie um blue streak <laughs> which like was his first real like uh, pg pg-13 movie mm-hmm. that he did um, and then that spawned, like, a sea of other PG-13, like, movies that people basically think are, like, terrible. Yeah. And, ba- you know, uh, even though Big Mama's House was pr- is probably his biggest moneymaker. Um, and I just posted that he should be a, a big actor after that. And then w- one of the guys who's the co-host, Jonathan, started, like, you're insane. Like, he's yeah. not good at it. It's a bad movie. And then that spawned this big, huge Facebook thread, which then led to us going, like, oh, we should talk, we should... Uh, Jonathan was like we should talk we should do a podcast we should talk about like Hollywood and like and like movies and like and and how race uh, affects Mm -hmm. you know uh uh the way a movie gets made or whatnot and so like the rest is history from there
0: so I um I listen to a lot of podcasts at work because I work in the music industry and I can only listen to so much new music so, I have been getting more into podcasts, and I, of course, wanted to check yours out. So, I have been jumping around, and I just listened to the John Q and Space Jam episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and John Q. I, I didn't realize, like, I saw that film in the theaters, I think I saw it the day that it opened. Yeah. And it's terrifying, and I remember, like, not being able to breathe mm-hmm. halfway through, um... But I didn't realize how important it was that each of the characters and their stories were also reflected in the race that the casting directors or the the screenwriters chose to make them. Yeah. I I really think that that is just a really well-done film Mm -hmm. to uh, show the issues in America. And it was made in 2002. I think so. Yeah, so it's 2017, and these... Issues are still, oh yeah, still relevant. So, um, but as somebody who is a spoiler alert um, white female, it's good <laughs> to get a, a different perspective and to hear a different voice, and that's why I really enjoy your podcast. Cool. So I will continue to listen. Although Glory, because uh-huh. I grew up, I grew up about an hour away from Gettysburg. Oh yeah, and so that was always. It's I feel very. Um, not torn is not the word, but I feel very uneasy about all of the conversations about the Confederate flag and everything. Because yeah, yeah. I grew up on the Mason Dixon line. Yeah. So there that I, I grew up in a town called New Freedom because mm-hmm. it was the first town of freedom. And there there is a lot of pride in the South. Yeah. And it's not what they think it is, Yeah, And
1: like yeah, and um I don't I don't like explore much of like that world at all so like when we had we had the conversation about glory I would I'm not I'm not going to be able to bring much like actual context to anything (laughs) other than like you know like oh I don't like slavery slavery's bad kind of yeah yeah um uh uh, but it was nice because I feel like Bray specifically like he he like dissected the whole thing you know like and looked Mm -hmm. at it from all sides and you know it Talked about like how like you know, oh yeah, people people have pride. They have pride for these reasons, mm-hmm. you know. Like uh, uh, so, it's like we can't d- deny that. But right. we, you know, like yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. able to look at it in a more three D kind of uh, picture, I think, than I was.
0: Right. So you are originally from Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. And what finally brought you to New York, because you've been here for just about as long as I have. Yeah. Like, 12 years mm-hmm. or something.
1: Yeah, I think 11 or 12. Um, and, yeah, no, 12. And I uh, came out for school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had always wanted to be in New York, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I came out for school and for an internship that I was trying to get. Like, I wanted to make sure I was in in the city for this, uh, this internship. That, yeah. That, like, ended up not being... It was a whole thing. Uh, uh, there's this theater, Signature Theater Company, that has um, They do it every year, at least. It's different now, but every mm-hmm. year uh, is dedicated to a new playwright. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a part of the August Wilson um, uh, season. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, and so like I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna. Transfer. I was take. I was in school in Ohio. I was like, I'm gonna transfer to New York. Like I'll be there. I'll do the internship. It'll be great. Um, he passed away that year and uh so i had like moved to new york like changed like like got a new went to a new school blah blah in hopes to do this internship that like was supposed to start that the the moment I got there, not knowing like if I would even have an interview or mm-hmm. whatever, like I just wanted to you, be yeah, there for. Yeah,
0: that's literally jumping uh, in with two feet and just saying it's you know your vision. Yeah,
1: I'm just uh, gonna have my vision. And like and they and they didn't know what they were gonna do because normally the their their mission is living uh, living American playwrights. Mm-hmm. So and he had passed away.
0: Oh no. Yeah. So oh, they no. had
1: like they 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 very last minute like sort of that changed up. What they were doing and then they like didn't have it that year but then had it the next year and I ended up applying and getting the
0: internship. Perfect.
1: But it was like you know like for a while I even thought that I was gonna be at this school for a year do the internship and then go back to my school mm-hmm. in Ohio. That was a, that was in the back of my mind that maybe I would do that. Right. But then two years went by. And you and <laughs>
0: uh, more than a decade. Um, we do have a, a special guest roaming around today, so you might hear him. Little Ringo Dog <laughs> is, is hanging out in the... <laughs> he, uh, His um, cousin Dugan, my sister's dog, is a part of a dog toy company, so they get... Okay. new dog toys all the time yeah. and Ringo was over visiting and stole one of the toys and he really <laughs> likes it so it squeaks and I can't take it away from him he likes it too much um, alright well let's get into this so your very first song is
1: uh, Human Nature by Michael Human Nature
0: accent. this I absolutely love the guitar in this yeah um, and the at Michael Jackson's funeral, that every single time I hear the song, I think of this. At Michael Jackson's funeral, John Mayer played oh. uh, a just not not an acoustic version, but just like a solo guitar version yeah. of the song, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. And you could just feel like the chills yeah. on every everybody in yeah. the room. So, um, <laughs> why did you choose this song?
1: I love this song. I um I feel like I first heard it on the like on the Moonwalker VHS tape. Uh, uh, there's VHS like, tape? Oh, yeah. What is that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not going to explain it. Please
0: <laughs> be kind to <laughs>
1: rewind. Um, but on the Moonwalker, so Moonwalker is like this short film. It's, I don't know, it's 30 minutes, an hour. I'm not sure how long the movie actually is, but... Um, <laughs> It's like Michael Jackson, like being insane, uh, uh, you know, and they're kids, and they're, you know, in trouble, and he's saving the kids, and the kids are saving Michael, and you know, blah blah blah. But at the beginning of that is like a bunch of music videos, um, just Michael Jackson music videos, and I remember like just really liking that song, like it's like a it's uh, a like a color pencil kind of drawing uh, mm. animated uh, uh, <laughs> uh, music video. <laughs> It's Ringo likes the song too. Obviously, <laughs> Ringo
0: is really into
1: this. <laughs> um, and that was the first time that I heard it, and I really liked that. And then, um, and then I, I pretty much forgot about the song for a very long time. And then the um, the uh, weekend after he passed, I was doing a play that um, uh, we like we would f- do it in different locations every time mm-hmm. we did it, and uh, and also like the characters that we would play would change every time we did it and then the other thing that would change is the music would change every time we did it oh, and that's so that the, the really weekend like it. yeah it was, it was really cool and the and the the weekend that he passed um we played all all his songs mm-hmm. and i and i had like re, i had found uh, human nature again and i've and i've listened to it pretty much every day since then. Yeah. Uh it's just like a really I really love this song.
0: It's also I I've just it the song to me visualizes New York City on like a a cool spring night when it's like three AM and everybody is finally settling down or not, depending on what neighborhood you're in. But if you've ever cruised around New York at night it, this song is, is
1: exactly what it it would sound like. 100%. I, um, I love that, like, I love that the song is essentially, like, a love letter to, like, a night out mm-hmm. in New York, right? But then it also, like, but it also feels like it's about even more than that, you know? Yeah. Especially with, like, the, the chorus, you know, like, it's like, we go out. Why do we go out? It's mm-hmm. human nature, right? Yeah. But then, like, <laughs> but, like, you know, it, uh, it feels like there's like a weight to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, well, here it is, Michael Jackson's Human Nature. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Definitely, um, even out of Michael Jackson's entire catalog. Yeah, one of yeah my favorites for sure. Yeah. Um, how do you think that, if Michael Jackson were still alive today, and still making music, mm-hmm. how do you think it would be affected by, uh, is the political climate and some of the,
1: I mean, yeah, white he, supremacy I think that's he would happening? In definitely, the- like, have some angry, like, some angry song. You know, I <laughs> feel like he's every now and again was always coming out with angry songs.
0: He was such an advocate for taking care of the planet. Yeah. And, you know, taking care of children. Awkward silence. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but taking I, care I, of children. I never... He... His... Um, I, I guess his uh, fight was always geared away from politics. I, yeah. It, I'm sure that we could find political undertones definitely yeah. in like the bad era. Right era. Um, But
1: then there's like they don't really care about us. Mm-hmm. I think the first lyric is like skinhead.
0: Is it really? Yeah. yeah. So
1: like, it's wow. like, but but that's the like that's the one that I think of when I think mm-hmm. about like him potentially being political. Yeah. Or like, to, wouldn't he also just like? <laughs> wouldn't he also just like some of his videos? He would just like have a gun and just be like shooting like, like right like. <laughs>
0: Do yeah. all kinds of weird stuff. But there's like also, uh, and I, I feel this way a lot about Eminem because <laughs> people are always saying, you know, how can you have you know certain views and still you know be a fan of Eminem? And it's like there's a shock factor that gets you talking. Right, and yeah. what Eminem did for, um, I want to say like the the gay community mm-hmm. is amazing because it got people talking about it and it got sure. people saying that this was wrong. And, yeah, he was a bit extreme about how he, he went about it, but mm-hmm. the moment that he and Elton John performed, I think it was at the VMAs, yeah. that was huge. Yeah. And and these are teachable moments, and I don't think it's the same as it is with, like, Kid Rock right, right now. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Just... <laughs> no, I, that's very different. <laughs> and, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm a little bit older, but I, these, these controversial issues that artists... Get into or bring up, um, they. It's different now. Yeah. You know that that idea of the shock factor doesn't. I don't know if it still works. We, right. we want we want reality. We want people to actually come forward and say what they feel and what they believe. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. What's next?
1: Um. Oh, what is next? Oh, next is uh, Miss Jackson. By Outkast.
0: This one, I love this song. <laughs> it's a
1: great, it's a great song.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I can't remember, like, when I, fr- I was probably in, like, high school or something. And, or maybe younger? I don't know. But, um, I, I love Outkast. I think they're mm-hmm. great. And I, they're uh, uh, Big Boy and Andre 3000. They both seem like different artists. Mm-hmm. Like, such different people. And they, the fact that they come together and make like this like kind of like weird uh offbeat but like still like hip yeah. hop you know music it's like really cool and whenever I whenever I listen to like this starts with like some like weird like you know scr- uh, scratching on uh I like scratching on turntables kind of s- sound mm-hmm. uh uh and then, like a weird synthesizer. like just like the begin, the first like few moments of this song are what I love about the whole thing. That it's just like so uh, off and different. And then, the, and then the fact that the song is just about like, <laughs> sorry about, <laughs> I'm sorry about this baby that, <laughs> sorry about the baby that I gave your daughter. Um, <laughs> like it's like the uh, just their their characters in the song are very silly to me i mean i know it's a real thing but it's like (laughs) hey
0: it happens (laughs) (laughs) all right let's not delay let's jump right into it this is outcast with miss jackson i think if you go into any bar on a friday or saturday night you're gonna hear that song oh yeah it's it's a classic (laughs) it's on every bartender's playlist yeah for sure it's even though the subject matter is maybe a little sensitive, oh, yeah. it is the kind of song that everybody can get up and sing and dance to. And mm-hmm. everyone knows that, you know, woo! Right. <laughs> it's just like, the bar goes silent and everyone just says, woo! Yeah. <laughs> so well, funny.
1: What was striking to me on this listen was the uh, the fact that like the piano is Here Comes the Bride. And then
0: I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, and
1: how it like it keeps happening and then like towards the end, there's also like a it sounds like horns of here comes the Bride towards the end, but like but it it like trails off. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh they're not getting married. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, that's, I never noticed that. That's yeah. a
0: really, really subtle but huge that's awesome. I have always liked Outcast because they they did something different. You know, yeah. they took this kind of um, electronic uh, techno vibe, and put some really awesome lyrics over it. And their music is not about fame or drugs or you know this that the other thing. There's a song on the Love Below that is about a woman who is driving recklessly.
1: Uh, yeah. I
0: think it's called roses yeah yeah roses. is that roses Mm -hmm. and i i remember hearing that song and being like oh shit like (laughs) this is this is different right i kind of like it yeah kind of this is a little you know yeah um but yeah they i i think they have um they have so many songs that you can still listen to today yeah and and still like and and i think um, like
1: like that what they've been being so unique is a part of what draws me to them so much like like it helps me to think like right like do your thing whatever your thing is like do it that's yep. what they're you know yep. they're one of their first songs is like 80 aliens and they are like <laughs> it's as if they are aliens and not on the song you know uh and I remember thinking that was like so cool and like yeah. so different
0: Um, Andre Benjamin is also a really, really, really great actor. Yeah. um, His, uh, I think he was on the second season of American Crime. I don't know if he was on the first or third, Mm -hmm. um, but... Really. I I almost didn't recognize him. Yeah. You know, I was just like, hmm, he kind of looks familiar. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and that's, I think that's a well-rounded artist when you can kind of have your hand in in a bunch of different things and and really be fully immersed. Mm -hmm. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, Okay. Next we have, I think, I think this is one of my favorite songs. Oh, well...
1: (laughs) Is this before one of.? Is this. This, this, is, the, this is definitely one of my favorite songs. <laughs>
0: my, one of my favorite songs is coming up. But. <laughs>
1: not, not this. Is, it's,
0: it's not. This is a it's S, not S Club this Party.
1: Time. S Club Party by S Club 7.
0: And why did you pick this
1: song? <laughs> I picked this song because I, I, I was a huge fan of, of S Club. Just a really big fan of theirs. Um, and they were a part of my life. They, they were my transition from, so I was really into, um, I was really into like the Cash Money Millionaires and like the Hot <laughs> Boys and like, you know, Juvenile, BG, all of them. Like I was super into them. And then like I stopped listening to, to that music because I let I let the, the man tell me that rap music was making me a dark person. Uh, but but S Club came into my life at around exactly that time. And I and you know they you know, they were they're an English uh, band and they and like no one in no one in the States knew who they were. Like I was the only person who liked them <laughs> that I knew growing up.
0: They had one really big song. Yeah, they did. Never had a dream come true
1: was really big. Yes. They performed on T R L with it. Oh my it god, T R L it was an amazing day for me. I ran home and taped it uh, on a VHS. <laughs> um,
0: just like I'm just all VHS. about VHSes. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I think I have some. Well, there you go. Yeah, but yeah. I don't have a VHS player, so they're yeah, are, no, they're
1: they're obsolete now.
0: They're dust collectors. Yeah,
1: um, and and like and they just you know like. I, re- I thought their show was so dumb they had, they had a TV show that was really dumb and
0: wasn't that on like ABC family
1: yes it was when
0: ABC that now it's like free free form yeah that channel has gone through a lot
1: a lot of changes lots um, of evolution but like yeah like and I and I you know like I I listen to that and their show was about like following your dreams mm-hmm. uh, and also I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of improv, as we've we've talked about, and like that's about like being on a team with people, and you know, and supporting each other, and S Club Party, you know what I mean? That's what it's about.
0: That's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm looking now. I didn't realize that Simon Fuller.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Founded them. hmm Yeah, there that's what like the the S, the S in S Club Seven is. S is the nineteenth uh, uh, letter of the alphabet, and nineteen management. So they're like, they're 19 managements group of seven people. That's what S Club 7 stands for. <laughs>
0: That's deep. And there's Thank like you. six of them. No, there's. No, there's, se- there's. There are seven.
1: There are seven of them. They dropped, they became S Club after a while when one of the members left. So then there were six.
0: Sigh. <laughs> All right, well, let's get this party started. <laughs> this is S Club 7 with S Club Party. I don't know about you guys, but we're having a dance party here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, like, really feel good, like, pop music. Yeah. When, you know, it was just, just fun. Yeah. Just, like, pure bubblegum. And, hey, I still listen to
1: Sync. You have to. I mean, you have to still listen to sync. Yeah. Who doesn't still listen to NSYNC?
0: I I, I think... I mean, that is that is the era that I really got into popular music, mm-hmm. was, you know, 98, 99, Britney Spears. And it always really bothered me that people would hate on the stuff that I liked. And yeah. I liked it because I could dance to it, because it made me happy. Right. And, at, you know, being like a teenager, or preteen really... Um, you don't you, you need music that makes you feel good and, right. and gets you motivated somebody
1: so. somebody said something to me that was like actually very helpful I think they were also hating on it but they were like but the point the reason it's called pop music is because it's popular and a lot of people like it mm-hmm. and so that's something that like it's like we actually can't deny what's good about it a lot of people like it you know. Um, and then that helped me to go, right, yeah, so there are people hating on it for whatever reason, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, but like, it wouldn't be pop if it wasn't (laughs) popular.
0: And I, I think there's an element to people not liking music that is well-liked, so universally liked, um, not necessarily in the pop genre, but universally liked. (laughs) Ringo, you okay?
1: (laughs) That's Ringo lashing out at people that are hating on <laughs> pop music. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the Beatles were pop music, yeah, too. they sure were. Um,
1: Changed the game.
0: Yeah, they really did. Um, but I think there's the the universally liked music. People, I, I know, like, and, and I think this is a good segue into our next artist, if a lot of people like them, if... They are well-known. People don't want to like them because it feels like you're jumping on a a bandwagon. It it feels like you are, quote-unquote, basic. (laughs) And I actually... So last night, I was at the bar, and these two... um, I want to say they were in their late 20s, early 30s. Um, African-American men were sitting at the bar. And the one guy... They were hilarious. I just want to start with this. (laughs) The one guy goes... um, there was finally a pumpkin beer on tap, and the one guy goes, "I want the pumpkin beer," and the other guy turns to him, gives him the funniest looking face, mm-hmm. and goes, "Girl, you are basic." <laughs> and, it was like, and I stopped, and and I was kind of in a mood, but I stopped, and I was like, "Why does pumpkin make you basic?" Yeah. And, and we got into this conversation, and it's like, if it's good, you're allowed to like it, and you're allowed to crave it. And and I am, I, I there's a lot of well-known pop music today that I think is awful, but there's a lot of well-known pop music that I think is great, yeah. like our next artist. Yeah.
1: So. This is Team by Lord. Lord. Yes.
0: So, I love Lord.
1: Yeah. But, um, I I mean I I I think I've only heard like four Lord songs, <laughs> but I I like all of the ones that I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one, this one strikes a chord with me. I was talking about S club and, and doing improv and stuff, but like te- team is, is great to me as an improviser because I, I, you know, I, I work with a group of people for however many months or years uh-huh. and like, and team, even though, you know, it's about like New Zealand and about like, you know, like the people of New Zealand that, you know, that no one knows about them or, you know. That's the story she's trying to tell. Uh, uh, but, like, for me, it just makes me think about, like, the bond that I have with the people that I work mm-hmm. with and, like, how we're all, you know, like, when we are doing our shows or whatever, we're all try, we're striving to make a, to do something great, you know. It's like the show will never be perfect. The yeah. show will never, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I'm, and at UCB, I've only been on a couple improv teams, but we've been together for years, right? And uh, and so like whenever I, I hear the song, I think about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And also like what I like about it too is that like she's just talking about like you know like these are the underdogs, like you know we're not we're not the best looking people. We're but you know mm-hmm. uh, it just really feels like this is for it is for the people that are looking for like hope you know all of us in this bits <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah i i completely agree all right here it is team by lord all right the first thing i have to say is i well i have to ask you if you knew that in S Club party <laughs> the, the lyric throw your hands up in the air you know and then if in team I'm kind of over being told to throw, throw my, my hands up in the air. Was that subconscious you know, coincidental
1: it's purely coincidental you know, I mean? uh, you know sometimes you want to throw your hands in the air like you just don't care you know and then sometimes it's like I don't feel like doing this right now
0: you know have you mean? ever
1: have you ever done that like <laughs> I don't care
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I've never thrown my hands in the air and said I don't care no I've never, I've never,
0: never I guess it's it. like you throw your hands up like oh <laughs> like if you're partying like hey <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Concert it would be a good way to get people, you know, going at a concert or yeah. just audience participation. <laughs> um, um, I I am on such I'm on the Lord train yeah. so hard right now, and there is something really, really pure about the fact that she is is so. Um, really in touch with with herself and the yeah. reality that she lives in she's so level headed and it is reflected in her music of course yeah um i i'm excited to see like how she grows as an artist because um, musically the melodies that her and her co-writers come up with are so catchy yeah. i woke up this morning with a lord song stuck in my head for like the sixth day in a row
1: yeah um,
0: <laughs> but what else about the song really draws you to it?
1: I mean, it it feels like it also sort of just feels like um, like we're lamenting almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. And uh, like I ta- I said before about like how like we strive to do these shows and they're never going to be perfect, but like particularly like uh, some of the the later lyrics in the song like are really touching to me. Um, you know, and make me think about like, you know, the 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 the, the struggle, you know, uh-huh. the, you know, when, uh, the struggle the, is real. <laughs> it's so real, especially you know.
0: when you're an artist in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's, and and I don't think anybody who hasn't lived that life can fully understand it. It's, yeah,
1: like I love the we live in ruins in a palace within my dreams you know like it's like yeah, yeah like it's, I'm, I'm already in the I'm in the aftermath of like the success that I want you know like it's yeah, um, yeah. that's uh, wow that's um, it's so like good a really good. I like I really like the lyrics so yeah good stuff
0: and I like, so I, I just listened to an interview um, with Lord and she was talking about how much she doesn't like L.A., mm-hmm. um, and I, I believe she wrote a lot of her album in New York, and that just made me feel really good, because yeah. I don't like L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, L.A., you're just <laughs> different, um, and it, yeah, I, I I think where you are in the world really inspires the work that you do as well, yeah. so I... And, New York is so hard, it makes you really, really, really appreciate the little things when they go well.
1: Yeah, for when, sure.
0: When they go well. When they go <laughs> So, all right, we're down to our last song.
1: Yeah. And, uh, uh this is... I, I picked Good Life by Kanye West, and I, and specifically because of, um, uh, two parts. Fifty told me go ahead, with the style up, which is just a you're just repeating a Fifty Cent lyric. And if mm-hmm. they hate, then let it hate. Watch the money pal. And then, um, and then uh, I'm gonna get on this TV, Mama. I'm gonna put shit down. Uh, both of those. This kind of goes back to what I was talking about with, um, uh, with uh, Outcasts. But like, th- both of those things together for me are like, there are helpful mantras. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of like you know like do what you have to do to make it happen, and then make it and then and then like just the promise of like I'm gonna make it happen, mm-hmm. you know Kanye Kanye from like he was always producing and stuff I don't know his I'm not gonna pretend to know his whole history but like he's always always producing but particularly his early um, albums there was this story of of the of the struggle to make it that he just like kept talking about and the edge um the promise of i'm gonna get on this tv i'm gonna put shit down always felt like even though he already was on tv he was already a big huge star Mm -hmm. at this point felt like a promise that he made before anything happened you know um uh, and i just really respect that that viewpoint of just like do it hustle do it um and this song is just so fun. The video of this song is so awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the animation and stuff. Yeah. Just like him and T Pain just yeah. like <laughs> just like chilling in a in an amorphous space <laughs> that like things being animated around. Yeah. Uh, um
0: I I like graduation. Uh I think I think that's my favorite Kanye mm-hmm. Kanye album. But uh let us not hesitate. This is the Good Life by Kanye West featuring T Pain. Oh, that T Pain! <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, definitely showed my my basic white girl. I, mean, there. I don't know. I don't know how
1: else you would say it. That's his name.
0: Yeah, right. That's his I his name? T I, I don't know. Um, T Pain. T Pain. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye is a really interesting artist because he is really important. Yeah. I am not a huge fan of him because I don't um, I don't like that self-indulgent attitude. Right. And what sucks is, like, I didn't want to listen to any of his new music, and somehow I heard one of, <laughs> one so of now the you songs. Somehow you know the whole catalog. Kind of <laughs> I know the whole thing. I'm going to be performing it in about 20 minutes. But it's so good. He's such an artist and so important, and I hope that he can keep his sanity. He's like the opposite of Lord.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Um, I wonder if they would ever consider working together. Yeah. Or if... Oh, man, that's that so dope. It would be. <laughs> it would be really crazy. But I wonder if either of them would enjoy the experience. Right, of working know, with the other Because they're so different. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, and I try... I, Like I was saying before about the Confederate flag, but I, uh, I stay out of everything. Like, I don't know. Like, um, the second Kanye started doing like crazier and crazier stuff, I kind of like checked out with that and Mm -hmm. just like, (laughs) and just was just like, I'll just listen to the songs and if I like them, I like them. If I don't, I I don't, um, but like, oh yeah.
0: Oh, I was going to say, like, he took a meeting with Donald Trump. Yeah. And I don't know if that was, because they, I feel like they're very similar in the sense that they're maybe a little fame-hungry. Yeah. And they'll do anything to have a headline about yeah. them. So I, I wonder if it was literally, like, Donald Trump getting his autograph, and that was it. And yeah. then like, that was the extent of the meeting. I think
1: he said something, like, he also talked about, like, helping the kids or helping the inner city or something mm-hmm. which I wouldn't put that past him yeah. to be like to be like I'm gonna um, I'm gonna talk to Donald Trump you know and I'm gonna make sure you know to, I'm gonna make sure he takes care of the kids while he's in the office you know what I mean yeah, and like he yeah. and he you know
0: but that <laughs> makes me think of Chance the Rapper because yeah. he is actually putting his money where his mouth is right and, and they're from they're both from Chicago right and I I've lived in Chicago for two years and I gotta tell you, like it is such a beautiful city. I it has such a bad rep, and that makes me so angry because it is such a beautiful city. Yeah. But they do have really, really, really serious problems. So yeah. um I aside from the fact that Chance the Rapper is brilliant, mm-hmm. um, I will I'm one hundred percent behind him because of what he's doing. Right. And then I look at Kanye who is just kind of talking. Just about. being loud. Exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> that that right there is why I Get frustrated with him, like mm-hmm. you're so talented. Use it for something, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, but that's also
1: his whole thing. Like the thing that I like about Good Life is how loud he is about those things. Like, mm-hmm. Kanye, Kanye has gotten where he is by being the loudest person in the room. Yeah, and that might be it, right? Like, I mean, like he has he has uh, talent in the areas that he um, that that he pursues. Um, so I'm not trying to negate that, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying like, but he's at the top of his game because he is so loud and you can't ignore him because he's so loud and he might not even know how else to do anything. You know what I mean? Besides like being so loud.
0: Um, I also, I haven't really brought this up, but kind of wanted to talk about the whole Taylor Swift thing. Oh yeah. Again, it's like that, you know, anything for headline Mm -hmm. kind of Uh, ideal um I don't I don't know do you think that they are helping each other or hindering each other do you think it's something that should have kind of fizzled out I don't know three years ago yeah uh uh
1: I saw a tweet that a friend of mine did that was like oh when I saw when I saw Kanye interrupt Taylor Swift I thought Oh, that's weird. I didn't think this will psychologically cripple both artists for the rest of their career, right? Um, and like, it seems like it's done that, right? Yeah. Like, even like, like when he wrote famous, he like reached out to her, her or her people, and they were like, "We're cool with it." And then like, it was denied later, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like I, I I don't know if it's if it's helping. I think it's. I mean, we're. Uh, we were talking about Michael Jackson before the song Leave Me Alone in that in his in that song and in the video like we see like all of the bad press that he's that he's been getting mm-hmm. um uh, and it's like all weird and it's all strange and uh I'm pretty sure that his publicist thought that like uh you know no no publicity is is bad publicity mm-hmm. right that that saying or however that saying goes and I, and I, and I just think that that's not true. Like, I think that, like, I think that, that there is a layer or a level of it where, like, you kind of have to pull back. You kind of have to figure out, like, what's actually helping, what's not. Like, right. just being out in the news, I don't think, is good. And, like, and Kanye got crazier and crazier after that, and Taylor Swift got more and more, like, uh, uh entitled, <laughs> you know, <laughs> after, yeah, after that moment. That's, an interesting, um, uh, uh, you know, I love both of them, right? But like, both of them in connection to that thing is like crazy yeah. to me. <laughs> and you don't—I
0: don't, I, I don't want to be reminded of it you know, all the, just, just all go, the time. Just <laughs> go make your music. Go make your music. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I'm, I'm love hating. Look what you made me do because yeah. it's so catchy, yeah. and I also just don't want to like it because right. because I don't like. I don't like the idea of you know putting blame on somebody else right. you know like oh it's your fault that I that I did this. I I don't believe in that so that being the premise of a song I'm pretty much against. Right. But it's so catchy. Yeah.
1: No, I um I didn't like it when I first heard it, but I I'm saying that I like it because I know that in 2 months I'm going to love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm going to I'm going to love it in 2 months
0: and we're not going to be able to escape it there's yet. gonna be exactly <laughs> I um the within the first like 12 hours that the song was released because she dropped it at midnight whatever mm-hmm. within the first 12 hours I heard it four times wow yeah so like radio TV TV again you know, yeah. just anyway so I love how we started talking about Kanye West now we're talking about Taylor Swift of course so that's too. um I apologize to all of the Kanye fans out there um, <laughs>
1: Well, there was almost a, you know, Kanye, this has led us to talk about both Chance and Taylor. There was almost a Taylor song. There was almost a Chance song. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know what I mean?
0: Um, I, I am looking forward to uh, the next step for Kanye and mm-hmm. how um, fatherhood and yeah. the unfortunate incident in Paris with, mm-hmm. with Kim, um, I'm looking forward to how that and politics is going to influence his, his next album. Yeah, for sure. Um he's he's got a, a big voice, so yeah. I hope he uses it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um do you want to uh well you talked about your U C B shows. Yes. And Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um anything else going on? Any uh I mean it's guest just, appearances
1: you know, or yeah but I don't know when this it's gonna come out so there's like a couple things that I'm in for like a second yeah. <laughs> that are coming out
0: that's cool. um,
1: uh and I don't I don't quite know when yet like I've done uh, I've done like investigative <laughs> uh, uh, research about like okay so <laughs> if the show premieres on this day uh-huh. then then my episode's gonna come out <laughs> you know but and then, like and
0: then there's like um, new or shows always they they come back they have like two weeks of episodes and then, right. take and like then they take like three weeks go, right so like, I don't hey, I don't God.
1: really know yeah. when any of these things are gonna be out yeah. well there's...
0: we'll we'll post them on the website yeah. along with some information about um, the UCB show and Black Men Can't Jump in, in Hollywood great um, and I have to give a little shout out to to your lovely fiance yes. Kat Um it is pretty probable that the day we release this will be your wedding weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. So congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Um, everything will be great. <laughs> it's really stressful right now. <laughs> no. I'm very <laughs> worried. Just, just don't lose the rings. Right. And, right. Yes, um, right. <laughs> we choose to be nice when, okay. when sharing the cake.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, nah. that's
0: always, like, you can smash it in their face. We
1: don't you... want to do that. No. We both I... don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, so. So I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I don't even think I, I wouldn't get enjoyment about cake in my face, so I don't want to put it in her face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, especially like, on your wedding day. I don't want, like, yeah. I paid well. I paid money for this suit, like. Walk around <laughs> with, like, cake up your nose. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want to mm-hmm. do that.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> okay um, all right, well, thank you so much, James the Third. Thank you for, for having me. For coming by and talking about music with me um that's all i have uh so we will see you next time bye this has been a production of far from home entertainment create fearlessly